welcome back to a fresh perspective on business podcast <laughs> with Emily and Laura. Laura Leyland, sisters and business partners, and not twins for anyone that is <laughs> that is unsure about that. This is episode one hundred and twenty, and before we go any further, we must know what that is in Spanish, Laura. For for just for so many reasons. Okay. Go on. Go. I will tell you. I will tell you now. Episodio numero 120. Very good. Very good. Did you think you were back in the airport? Because I did. Oh, I, did. I wish I was in the airport. We shut our eyes and pretend. Mm. It's much easier to say than Ciento Diecinueve. Yeah, that's Ciento a lot of the same sound for me. That I, it just sounds like the same word repeated in a slightly different accent. Mm. I know, and then when they say it really fast, I'm like, I don't know what you say. Yeah, no, absolutely. So this episode is called Because I'm Worth It, and I really want to shing. I really want to shing to Shania Twain, <laughs> and I don't know why. Why? What, man? I, I feel, feel like, like a woman. woman. <laughs> Yeah, why? Because it's L'Oreal, isn't it? And does she sing on L'Oreal? No, I don't know why you, you go into tonight. What do they sing on L'Oreal? Because I'm worth it. Oh, yeah. Did Cheryl Cole do it? With a hair flick? Yeah. Because I'm worth it. Did Cheryl Cole do it? Yeah. She didn't say it like that, oh, though. because she's got a Jordi accent. Say it in Jordi. I can't do Jordi accent. Because I'm worth it. <laughs> I mean, that's better. I can just go, why I, man? <laughs> I feel like I need to move my mouth really, like, not move it. Like, because I'm worth it. I okay. mean, he did, he does because I'm worth like it. She is quite low key when she speaks. Mm, yeah, like the mouth doesn't really move that much. I mean, I'm not seen her in a long time. Me neither. No. Where are you, Cheryl? <laughs> are you listening? <laughs> Have you gone back to that? Where's Cheryl? Come. One of my friends is like, "Oh, Cheryl Tweedy," and I was like, "Oh yeah, do you reckon she's gone back to her maiden name?" Nah. She mum now, isn't she? Anyway, this isn't about that. <laughs> Yet again, we're going off piece. <laughs> We'd be rubbish at skiing. Yeah, We'd always we have be been. in trouble. Yeah, we would. We <laughs> well, yeah. Is off piece not going down the mountain? The wrong like. Yeah, the going end. off the piece. Mm. Yes, I off mean the path, off the path. I'd love to go skiing. Me too, but, but the beach I cannot, always wins. It does win because you work hard and then you need to lie down. Work hard, play hard. What's that? I don't know. Someone's work song. hard. <laughs> I knew a girl who had that tattooed on her back in Arabic. I mean, work what the hard, fuck? play work hard, hard, play hard. Yeah, I know. I can tell by your face how you feel about that. <laughs> Do you want to describe your face to our lovely listeners? I'm so sorry. Well, I am not sorry if you're this person's listening because I can't say I'm a massive fan of them. But Ooh, if um, someone, oh, okay, <laughs> very good miming. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, if you've got that tattooed on you, then you need to visit our friend who removes them. <laughs> <laughs> was it, in, in, it wasn't in English? No, it was just at the top of her back. See, I would never, ever trust. Work hard, play hard, we party here like you don't stop. Who is it? I don't know, it's like a dance tune, isn't it? We yeah. party here like we don't stop. Yeah, sorry. She's with me. I mean, she takes I'm a while you. sometimes. Yeah. But she gets yeah, there in the end, which is the important yeah. thing. I would never trust to get a tattoo in a foreign language because I would just, I just won't trust that they would do it because, and, it, and we're going off piste again. Um, mm. Because they're worth it works, I, knew, I think. Who had a name, I'm not going to say, and it had a double letter. Who? I don't know if you know him. Mine. I used to go to Wikipedia with him. Mine. 
Oh, God, I got the first name, but it's the longest. <laughs> T. <laughs> anyway, it's not fun for Oh, my God, we should try and do a hot... No, it wouldn't be fun, but I'd enjoy it. <laughs> fun for us. Um, and he, he had a double letter in his name, in his, in his, in his nickname. And when he got this tattoo, the two letters... Weren't the, the same. Weren't the same. So I'm like, I, I won't trust... Yeah, someone's adding. If that work hard, play hard on her back says something really bad in that language, and if she ever went to that country, she'd get things thrown at her from behind. Yeah, or worse. It's dangerous, people. Don't it do it. It is dangerous. I mean, I wouldn't say mine or any, but I've got some bad tattoos. Maybe we should do a podcast on tattoos. Um, <laughs> like that shit program, the tattooables. The tooables. Oh, God. With Burr and Charlotte. I mean, oh, I don't even know how I've ended up watching this. I don't really watch TV. But the fact that I've seen that is probably why I hate TV. It's but awful. Yeah. But maybe about tattoos that, like, you know, on show now and how the world's moved along. So why everything might be really expensive. You can have tattoos now in corporate jobs in some of them, which, you know, is a benefit in life. Yeah. Every yeah. Car, no one cares about that because they've got bigger things to worry about. Yeah, they do. Yeah, but... So, um, yeah. What, so why are we worth it? What's today's podcast about, Emily? Um, so it's not about L'Oreal um, because... Or Cheryl Cole. Or Cheryl Cole. It's not about tattoos, uh, but it's about worthiness, which, you know, you could apply all of that stuff. And I guess how this applies to recruitment. So about people being worth it, about them being worthy of good things happening to them Maybe and how we can apply this to recruitment. So, yes. Are we going straight in? No, I just wanted to say then people, we can capture people's attention. Oh, right. Shit. I was like, this is great. I like going straight in. <laughs> Have you really been to Blackpool Illumination? No. Oh. I'm going. Oh, when? On Saturday. With Billy Bongo? Yeah, with Billy Bongo. Yeah. I've not Emily's baby, by the way. Yeah, my baby girl. Um, yeah, we were thinking like just do, to do something nice with her at the weekend um, that I think... Because it's difficult because she's not walking. Yeah, and she doesn't massively like being in the pram, which I totally get because she's so curious and like she's quite a physical baby, so she wants to get out. So we've and you can't get wellies um, or outdoor shoes for babies with that small feet in just normal shots. So we've ordered her some wellies from Next in um, a size three, which I don't really know what that means. Oh, that was a meet from my baby Lenny, and he's like, "Why are you talking about your baby girl? What about your baby boy?" Lenny's a dog, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, but so she's going to have some wellies. She'll have a big pram suit on and we might be able to like trundle her down the front looking at some lights. I know, I fucking cute is that. She's very cute. I'm really. No, I've not been to Blackpool Eliminations for a long time. The only time I've been to Blackpool is for awards. You'll have to come. Well, yes. We were meant to be doing something with Nicole and Brad, which was um, because we've not, I've not seen my friend like and done like a double date thing for a long time. So we're meant to be doing something. I was like, I really don't want to drink and I really don't want to not see Billy. So how can I combine? And me and Tom really wanted to take Billy to the Illuminations, and so I just said to them, "Listen, if you fancy coming, and I think they're up for it, so you should come. Oh yeah, the more the merrier. Um, Yeah, and we can get some fish and chips on the front and stuff." Oh, yeah. Amy who does the massages I had a massage last night at sports massage she said do you remember that mummy that used to like pop out on the illuminations so it doesn't really pop anymore it's oh. so old it just goes mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we take Billy mean. through passage de terror she'd just be like what, I know. what is this <laughs> she's well so desensitised to this stuff take around the teacups she's or? fine when we're watching Handmaid's Tale and I am not fine I'm joking, she's not watching a Handmaid's Tale, literally. I, I will, I make her watch that, and then I'm like, don't go near any... any and you wonder why she's not asleep. 
Yeah. Have you seen A Handmaid's Tale? Not the, not the most recent. Um, but you've seen four. I think so. We're on four now. Right. What's happening? Janine's just gone back. Honestly, babe. Yeah, I think I have. Um, seen it's that. absolutely devastating. Like me, last night. No, not last. Not last night. Become institutionalized. I know it was. Well, she got captured, but the night before, and they were because it's weird. When I watched it, when I was pregnant, obviously, I'm, I'm an empath. When I watch programs, I don't. I don't think I'm an empath day to day life. I'm empathetic to people, but I wouldn't say I really feel the pain and emotion. You know, like say the. Um, someone at work told me something like I wouldn't necessarily be living that an empath do and it must be really tough um, for someone who is like that where they can't they end up living your grief or whatever for you but when I watch telly I am like that for that period of time like I literally I'm flipping around the couch I'm crying my eyes out I feel actual pain for these people but oh. now it's got bells on it since I've had a baby oh, no. and I'm like if you ever take my baby I'm like oh I, my god I, go, I will scorch the earth yeah <laughs> yeah and I'm like oh my god yeah and I'm literally in bed like crying my eyes oh, out like this in pajama top on tail, that is literally what it is they break up the families they keep the woman and they keep the baby but separate them yeah <gasps> and then obviously do awful things to get more babies and then I can feel Tom's arm coming over like touching my arm <laughs> and then yeah and I look at him and he's crying his eyes out as well and I'm like and Tom's not a crier oh my I'm god, like oh my god too. it's broken us why are we watching this I was like this put Coco Melon back on <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's really sad what are you watching at the moment Laura's the queen of TV this is like Laura's hobby so if you ever need any tips on what it's to watch this is how yeah this is how she winds down I'm watching The Good Wife again why are you watching it again though? Because there's so much stuff. I'm just confused as to why you're re-watching. I, I couldn't find anything else that I wanted to watch. And it was years and years ago. I don't remember what happened. It's like I'm watching it for the first time. Right. But The Crown is back on now. So I'll be watching that as well. I've not seen all of The Crown. Oh, it took, really takes you a while, doesn't it, to get going. But I did start to like it. But I feel like I've forgotten now. And then there's a season dead to me. <gasps> that's coming back I'm sorry, but they've been saying there's a new season for ages. And I, I just think, think they're like, lying. I think it might be out now. Oh, I need, a, I need to have a look. Oh, so you've got a few things in the bag lined now. up, yeah, yeah. And there's a new Christmas film that Vicky wants me to watch with Lindsay Lohan mm. in it. I watched. I was told about that last night. I recently watched The Holiday, Love Actually, and Bad Mom's Christmas. It was great. I had a Bad day. Mom's Christmas. Yeah. What is it's this a film? Yeah, have you seen Bad Moms? Oh, Bad Moms. I'm thinking working. Moms. Have you seen Bad Moms? Is it Jennifer Aniston? No, no. It's Mila Kunis. Yeah, and has she got, um, is woman, her mum, good wife, is the woman in that? Yes, Diane yes, Lockhart. Yes, Diane Lockhart. She's in the Christmas one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I have seen it, and I think I have seen the Christmas one. Oh, I thoroughly enjoyed all yeah. of them. I had a really nice time. I think I was hungover after the Hive Awards. I'm yeah. like, this is great. Oh, Eating shit yeah. food, watching Christmas films oh, in God, November. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? If you are going to have a baby at some point in the future, I'm not sure that Laura is, but do all the watching of telly. And you know, like in your bed, that you can now, because oh. you never get that again. You know, like when you just you just trying to like strap it, like literally, I'm like, come on, Bill, let's just. I feel like strapping her down, going, can we not just watch telly like just for a minute and be snuggly? And she's like, no, because that's not what I want to do. And and I'm like, okay then. <laughs> obviously, really stop you. obviously you win. Yeah. So really, really. Okay, sucks. right. I'm so up that on that time. Board. Yes. Um, what else have I done? Oh, I did a talk. 
at the business network, which went down swimmingly, didn't anyway, it? People contacted me afterwards say it was inspiring. Oh, babe, that's really good. I'm absolutely well. I was inspired for that ten minutes. Thanks, we were in our back room. It was wonderful. <laughs> me and Lenny wasn't. Lenny wasn't inspired, but he is a tough. You know, he's a tough crowd. Yeah, he was laying tough on the dogs, couch, please. just huffing. Yeah, it's like, oh, for God's sake, will this woman shut up? But I found it wonderful and very inspiring. Thanks, babe. And the team, uh, Cheryl and Vicky, um, went to watch, well, went to the Business Network that day and obviously watched it. And their feedback, I think they came to the office first, was wonderful. Aww, so they said, you're nice. absolutely mint. Mate, so you, smashed it. I just it. get so nervous. Cause it, this Were you year, really nervous? I it in like January, February for November. I thought, oh, I've got ages. And then they only put it together the week before. Yeah. That's, yeah, but that's just you, isn't it? That's the way that you work. Yeah, I don't it's think that's you like putting that. it off. It's no. just you like a deadline, and and, and I wait for the deadline to get near, and then I have to do it. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to start it in January, are you? I'm like, I got other shit to do. Because then, January. by the time you've recited it that much, you'd be like, God, this is boring. I know. And so. I practiced it enough that I didn't need my notes. That was good. Um, but I did get nervous. But this time, usually when I start a talk, unless I'm at the freshest and I've had about six double gins before I get on stage, I know that I sound nervous because I sound out of breath. A bit shaky. And my yeah. voice is shaky. So people that know me will know, but people that don't know me won't think anything of it. But that did happen this time. Which is really good. You just think you were just calmer, could breathe more. Yeah, and it, I see Karen coming because obviously she kept going, like, like Monica on Friends when Phoebe's doing her speech at a wedding. Did she say that? What, wrap it up? Doing hand gestures because I must have gone over 10 minutes because it was 10 minutes in practice but I actually paused for people's reactions and I paused before I said the next thing like I would and all that. I was a lot calm I think I probably probably one of my best you were just like listen Karen put your hands away <laughs> moving away with the microphone <laughs> don't look at it don't make what's she contact. doing she's dancing <laughs> she'd have had to wrestle that microphone mm. off of me before so I how finished. long was it in the end I have no idea but she said thanks for that tw- half an hour talk it went half an hour is that what she said <gasps> Karen passive aggressive I, it may have been like I don't know 14 minutes I mean it wasn't it wasn't just cut down the talking. Not you. People, people seem to like it. Well, yeah. If you're interested, then it's not too bad when it's really boring and you're mm. watching it. And then you're just like, oh, when will this end? But it doesn't happen often, that, though. I've got some laughs. I've got some cheers. Which is yeah, really good. I, really, I enjoyed it. I'm glad I did it. This is, when, the day of it, I'm like, why? Why do I do this? Why am I putting myself through this dress? But then when I'm doing it and afterwards, I'm like, this is why. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, well done. You Thank smashed you. it. I'd love to do that. I love public speaking. I'm not the networker though. I think, oh God, I hate the idea of going like chatting to people in a, in a room, which is why I don't really like the business network. I, I love the format, but the beginning bit where I, I remember walking on my own and nobody was like, I'd, like everyone's in their little cliques. Oh, yeah. And I assumed that someone would be like, oh, why don't you go and speak to these? Or just like facilitate a little bit. And no one didn't, honestly, I just walked straight out, went into the toilet and waited until we sat down at our meal because I was just dying inside I was like this is horrendous for an anxious person yeah I don't like the mingly bit at the beginning and so I don't get that Karen's always telling me I need to get there earlier um Karen by the way is a lady who runs the biz network um at Stanley House um but I don't like it because I feel like it's really false unless I go like oh I see people I am not seeing you for ages but I don't get there early enough because I don't like the mingling beforehand. But I enjoy the table bit and I enjoy it afterwards when the everyone's settled. The table bit's lovely, yeah. People come over to you and go, oh, I've just seen, saw you. I thought I'd come and say There's hello. something to talk about then. I feel like it's yeah. quite small talking at the beginning. And while that's got a place, I don't know. Apparently they train you at B&I, don't they, to learn how to work a room like that. Someone was telling me. Did oh, you ever do that training? No. I mean, I didn't go on. I, that was one of the content 
bones of contention at B&I because I don't like all the rules and they, they force you to do training and I was like, I'm not yeah. going to do it. And the training, <laughs> some guy was telling me about the training. Oh, I don't know who it was now, but God, I was like, what are we talking about? And it was about like, say there's four people, then you wouldn't go over to the four, four people because there's no room for you to be there. And I was like, okay. So then you'd find a group of three people um, because, you know, two will be talking to each other and one won't be talking. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I was like, three people can absolutely be talking. That's stupid. No, I'm glad I didn't go on that training because it sounds rubbish. Yeah, so then I'm like, right, so then I've got to try and find all the groups of three in the room. I mean, imagine me looking, trying to count. What, going <laughs> over? Someone's going, hey, like, sorry, you're a four. Yeah. yeah. I can't Listen, talk to you. You must be talking to each other and be fully engaged in this situation. I mean, yeah, and I was just like, oh, God, this just, no, it's just, it's just not for me. So, yes. But this episode isn't about networking. No, I would do for time. It is 16.38. Okay, let's 16 talk about, um, Worthiness. Because I'm worth it. Because I'm worth it. So, (laughs) (laughs) thanks, Cheryl. Um, So, we wanted to do it because it is a candidate led market. Yeah. Which means there's more jobs than candidates. Yeah, looking. And you need to listen to the previous episode if you want more information. But because of that, it means you've got to look after candidates. Competition is tough. You need to look after them, give them a positive candidate experience a positive journey through your recruitment process even if the, you decide that you don't want them because they're not right for the job mm. you still need to treat everybody with kindness respect with value them because they are worth it they're taking time out of their lives to be interested in your company whether you want them or not you still need to be nice to them because um, they could leave you a review on Glassdoor. Yeah, so if you just if you, if you know the reason that you want to do it, then yeah, do it because you want to protect your reputation. Like we got two one-star reviews on Google, which have since been changed. Not because we, we go around and knock on the door and be like, Oi. We only accept five-star like, reviews. I rang up and like, why have you given us a one-star review? They're like, because I didn't get the job. And now the job hey. isn't, isn't with Fresh, it was with one of our clients. So I'm like, well, if that wasn't our decision, we'd done everything. So we had a chat. I'm like, regardless of that, did you end... Did we treat you well? Was it good communication? Did we give you feedback? Did we give you decision? No, 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 no. And he's like, yeah, it's been brilliant. I'm like, so do you think it's it's fair that we have a one-star review? Have you left them a one-star review? He's like, no. I'm like, okay, then, well, let's just change this, please. And then he did. He, he messaged me. He was like, I've thought about our conversation. And you're right. I, I apologize. It's nothing to do with you. It's not your decision. And he, he said, I'll remove it. I'm like, thank you. But he didn't remove it. He changed it to five stars, which is great. But I didn't ask him to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't mind either. No, I didn't mind. I'm not going to be like, can did you go and give our client a one star review then? No, I don't think he did. <laughs> but my reason why I'm saying that is because um, I actually don't know if he got the job or not because I don't get inv- I'm not allowed to get involved in the recruitment anymore. Um, but he was a candidate in the process. He felt like he'd, he'd been treated unfairly and he left a review. So if you're not treating candidates fairly, with kindness, they will leave you a review and they will tell other people how shit they think you are. Yeah, because it's like, and I don't know why you wouldn't. I mean, I totally get that not rejecting candidates. I get why people don't do it because it takes time and it's people almost see it as, what's the point? I've got my candidate. I don't, I don't, I'm not that bothered about these other ones. But ultimately, those, they still might have been good people. You just not, might not have had capacity to take them all on. They might turn into potential hires for the future. They have mouths and they will most likely talk to other people about you. Hopefully and the whole review stuff, hopefully they have mouths, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's only a few people without mouths in the world. Um, so they won't, but you know. But I, I just, I just don't get it. Like, I get that some people will fall through the cracks and that's rubbish. And usually it's the ones who will say something or write you a bad review about not, not being given feedback. But, 
you've got you have that again that's all part of how you come across to other people um, and if you're not being fair and and you know being nice to people then it will come back and bite you on the bum oh my goodness it really will and that will hurt mm. and because you might not want them for that vacancy at that time what if you had another vacancy in a few years and they've progressed they've learned loads they've got loads more experience and you're like oh my god that person would be great if you've not looked after them treating them well they will not be interested they're going to tell you to piss off they could go and sell their own business and become a customer in your target audience. It could go and work for another business and be in the department that deals with procurement or sales and might be involved in the decision whether to work with you or could be asked by someone, Would you? do you know anyone who does this because I'm looking for these services? And if they've had a bad experience, they'll never ever recommend you if they've had a good experience whether they've got or not got the job they're more likely to recommend you and tell people about you in a positive way yeah who doesn't want that protect your brand protect your reputation and also be nice to humans absolutely yeah and i think you know a lot of the time if you've not got a person doing recruitment in your business then this all can seem like quite a lot of hard work but you could just create a process about when you hire so that other people could potentially pick it up if you don't want to outsource that to fresh perspective we could help you write a process yeah or we could help you write a process so we don't just fill vacancies and charge based on that we have a whole array of products and services that we can offer people with different budgets and so it is something to think about and a big thing for us what we like doing is helping companies create a process because once they've got a process that we understand as well then it's much easier and and more effective to actually recruit whereas if you don't have a process everyone's coming at it from the angles that they think they should do which is very different and the message can get like a little bit messed up but if you do have a process that right so our interview process for example is we do a call first and then a face-to-face and then we offer and then whatever but if that's all written down then that's great and then if they've not interviewed with us they might get an email rejection if they've interviewed us might reject them over the phone obviously if they're not suitable but then if you literally have a 10-step process that could be really simple then it does stop things like just falling off like the the whatever I'm trying to say (laughs) just falling off and just getting a bit messed up and it really does help you keep in line and and obviously protect your reputation and just be nice to people because especially if it isn't your day-to-day job you are doing this within the hours that you do a full-time job which is which is quite challenging yeah Um, we understand that yeah definitely so make things easier for yourself like have a process it's just a plan isn't it it's a step-by-step plan of what happens next yeah and then you might only interview five people so you've got one person to ring and give the job to it's only four people to ring and say thanks for your time here's a little bit of feedback we really like you but this other person's just pipped you through the post inexperience and then that's it and well it's not entirely oh everyone else gets an email yeah Yeah, because would you recommend a lot of people a lot of clients aren't rejecting people on indeed and i think if you're say if you go for a recruiter through a recruiter and they don't reject people it's the recruiter's fault but ultimately the candidate still thinks that you're a part of it yeah it's happened recently with um one of our clients we've sent someone that they've already that they really like and I think they've interviewed in the past but the candidate isn't interested because they never got a decision they never got told and when you speak to client like we've told the agency I've got it here this is the feedback I have it on an email but the agency oh, hasn't passed no. it on but that candidate's not holding it against the agent they're holding it against the business yeah. because 
it looks like the business didn't give. Oh, and it's and that and that recruiter probably just thought, well, you've not got the job, so I'm going to move on to the person that is got that has got the job and, and spend my time wiser because that's I'm, I'm going to get the commission. We don't work like this, but obviously it does happen, and and I do understand why people do that, but it's not great, and it can you can just end up in shit up shit creek after it, can't you? But even if you're putting your own job out on Indeed, especially if you're not working with a recruitment cons- consultancy or or company, or then you ab or fresh, you absolutely need to reject people because. All, and the next time you apply, if you, if you start looking at your stats and you think, like, we're getting less and less applicants, that'll be why That's people why. are like, what oh is the goodness, point? Yeah. And you could just get someone else, maybe someone, your receptionist, an administrator, your PA, somebody else in the business to help you with that. Um, you don't have to do it yourself. Or if you've got an outsourced PA, a VA, like you don't have to do it yourself. Someone else in your business might be able to do it or at least help you with it. Yeah. But it is important. It might seem like something that at the time is time consuming and irrelevant to you because you've made your hire but you need to protect yourself your brand and you need to protect your future recruitment drives yeah and I think overall like other things to know like we're obviously talking about giving feedback like after the role has been filled or obviously getting people out of the process who aren't suitable but there's a lot of other ways that you can create a positive candidate experience and it, and it starts at the beginning so we were talking about it on last week's episode about um employer branding and how your adverts and your job specs look to people because obviously that that is where it starts like make sure that your advert is about your candidate as well as being about you because it isn't just all about you even though as clients recruiting we like to think that yeah Yeah. but then it's also like when you get through the process like are you interviewing these candidates in the way that you should be doing is it a 50 50 experience for both parties are you giving the candidate time to be able to ask questions and figure out whether they're interested in you because believe it or not that is actually really important as oh, well. It's definitely a two-way street, isn't it? You're, you bring your A-game, you show them how amazing you are, your business, the opportunity, the progression, what they can benefit from working with you, how amazing it'll be and how much fun everyone's going to have. And they're doing the same. They're, showing, they're bringing their A-game, showing you how much of a perfect fit they are into the culture, what they're going to bring, what you're going to benefit from hiring them. It's it's exactly the same on each side. You just you're just displaying different information, but for the same reason. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I, and I do think we forget a lot of this because they come to us stereotypically for the interview and we're like you know you've come to us but also we need to think about that from the flip side they've took time off work or took time away from the from seeing their used children they've used up holidays they've spent fuel and um, they're investing time so straight away they're gonna be much more nervous than you because they are coming into your territory and then if you're then right come on sell yourself to us sell this pen oh my then, god then you know it's just question. like what what are you doing because you're not actually going to get the best out of that person you're just putting them under unnecessary pressure and expecting them to perform like some sort of you know mistreated circus animal and that is disgusting and you shouldn't be doing that and in the past that you may have got away with that when there was uh, more candidates than jobs and you know that it's harder to find a job there's less opportunity they'd have had to accept it and people will have to put up with this stuff in the past but now it's a candidate market they almost have the power they do and they if they don't like it like we covered it last week a candidate was kicked around the room grilled to within an inch of the life and withdrew from the process because they don't have to put up with that i'm now. surprised she stayed till the end like yeah. just get out just i would go if out. someone started treating me like that i'd be like right it's in a bit thanks for your time yeah you'd just be I'm like going. sorry this i don't think this is a good fit i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna go yeah and, and don't be surprised if people do that because they don't ha- it's 
in the past, it's like, well, you're not going to work to have fun or make friends. You're going there to work, get your money, and then your social life is away. It isn't like that anymore. People want a work home. They want friends and a family and people they enjoy being with in a culture that suits their values and the personality and if the interview doesn't display that then they will not come and work no definitely not and then this goes beyond the interview process so have, have you got an onboarding process like how how do you offer candidates do you just ring them up and be like hey um, this is the offer because again or send, that's, them an email. or send them an email again is is that really if you are a really boring corporate organization that isn't very isn't very enthusiastic then okay that's a consistent message and that's fine um, you but you still might net a good response those people or you need to, yeah struggle. definitely but think about your onboarding process you know are you treating these people fairly throughout this process are you giving them a really good candidate experience are you making sure that you keep that sort of level of energy that you've created through this process so far at there so that they think do you know what I really want to join this company I actually can't wait for day one and then this carries on into the induction as well so again it's still still this candidate experience throughout you know they're still in the probation during their induction a lot of the time is that positive you know or is it just a total car crash and they have absolutely no idea what they're doing on week one week two it needs to be laid out so you've got this experience and if you've not already got it put one together it's not going to take you ages and then you can follow this and add more to it with each hire that you make yeah we talked a lot about consistency last episode in terms of um what did we talk about like uh, your employer brand and how everything <laughs> just consistency in general and like <laughs> your candidate experience needs to be consistent so if you're dead happy and positive enthusiastic and passionate in your adverts your employer brand your interviews and your offers uh, you've kept in touch with them in the notice period but on day one they show up and they're on board in their induction is a total opposite oh, they yeah. won't come back no because they don't need oh, to stay anymore there's other jobs yeah definitely so yeah um, another thing I wanted to say is your goal here with all your candidate experience is to get a review for the people that don't get the job almost that's the most important thing aside from finding you you know the person you want to hire because if you can get an interview review on Glassdoor from someone who didn't get the job then you know that you're absolutely kicking ass with your candidate yeah. experience yeah that's a really good show and then unrelated to the topic but still recruitment is you know, we started banging our drum early on in November that recruitment doesn't stop at Christmas. People are like, oh, I'm just going to wait till January. Everybody oh, waits yeah. until January. So it's tough at the moment. Slim pickings. It really is. It's tough at the moment anyway. It's a massive competition for talent. If everybody is waiting to do their recruitment in January, then it's going to be even worse. Yeah. So get ahead of the curve. Start now. And then you, your shiny new hire could potentially start in January. Yeah, Which is absolutely. usually a very boring and blue month apart from the fact that it's my birthday and um, billy's birthday. birthday and peter's birthday there's so many birthdays <laughs> um so yeah get going now get going get ahead of the curve beat your competition don't wait till january and finally well you probably sick of us talking about the freshies but get it no old. we're going to carry on talking about the freshies until after june nominations are still open you can get all the information off our website www.ffrefresh P for perspective hyphen resourcing.co.uk. Yeah, definitely go and get some information and then please follow us everywhere that you possibly can. There are plenty of places so to do that. So many places. So many places. And leave us a review, but only five stars. Mm, yeah, as we've, already, we've already explained, we'll be ringing you up. <laughs> like, take Just leave out. us one star in your number and we'll absolutely ring well, you. Well, yeah, if you want us to ring you, that's how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as long as you can edit and change it afterwards. We'll have a nice conversation. We're only joking. We're all friends here. <laughs> Yay! Yeah.
Have a wonderful day. Bye. See you next time.